Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Welcome back, everybody, to a brand new episode of Suggestible. Uh, Claire's running a little bit late, so I thought I'd just get things going. I don't know why, I don't know where she is. We're just going to have to... Bu- oh, here you are. Bing bong, yeah. bing bong. Claire, oh, look at gosh. me. Look at me. Hello. I'm Look at me. I'm looking at you. Carry I'm the bing bong now. <laughs> oh, no. You've really taken my job. Good God. All right, fine. You've done the bing bong. So then we may as well just get started. That's my favorite part. That's the only reason I do this show. The only. We could just release that as a, as an, <laughs> as a song on your next album and then you'll be fine Why with it. Why are you it. making fun of my album for? I'm not making fun of it, Claire. You're making, I'm making fun. making fun of you. Well, also, guess what? Ah. There's only four tickets left for my show on Sunday at the Wesleyan. That's right. Three o'clock. Seventh of May. Tickets, so I can go. Yeah, you do, and then you have a seat as well. So get special comp tickets for you and certain peeps. Otherwise, that's it. So if you still want to come, the link is in the show notes. Try booking. No, no, it's not. Just through the website. Don't try booking. Anyway, also I'm fresh off a little tiny regional tour of two beautiful oh towns, Yak and Danda, and where else did I go? My whaler, and it was so beautiful, and we laughed and we cried and we ate scones. I had a cob loaf. Do you know, have you, I have not seen a cob loaf for years. What's a cob loaf You know how it's like that cob loaf thing and then you dig out the bread and you put put a dip in in and then you toast the bits of bread and then you dip the bread into the dip? No. No, dip the bread. Dip the dip into the (laughs) Dip the bread. Yeah, that's correct. That's why it's called dip. I've never thought about that before. This is insane. (laughs) I actually have never. I should have done the whole show without you. (laughs) Stop this embarrassment. I've never thought about that before. That's why dip is called dip because you dip it. Good God. That's incredible anyway. that you never put that together. That's fine. We all have blind spots. What's your first suggestion for this week, Claire? All right. You get a bit of lightness up your bum. That's what I suggest. Okay. Well, I'll start then. <laughs> no, I want to start. I want to start. Oh, you start. Oh, 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 my beautiful friend Shana, who is helping me with merch, is calling me. I better answer it. You can hang on. What what do I do? Hang on. Well, you start right, talking. I'll keep going. You keep going. Hang on, hang on. Hello. So basically. Uh, Hello. I'm just recording suggestible at the moment. So you're on. A, is that all right? Yeah. Bye. Yeah. And that's pretty much it. Sorry. So right. if, I, I would recommend that if you get the opportunity. Oh, gosh. Sorry. That was really bad. No, continue. Actually do your thing. I did it. No, you didn't. You just no, went, I just ah, did it. <laughs> it's not an actual show. Poor Shana. Anyway. Okay, Claire. I, uh, here's something I watched. It's called Women Talking. <laughs> What are you laughing? This is a serious one. <laughs> is it? It looks like you've made up. Does it? Okay. Yes. I'll tell you this. It's based on the 2018 book of the same name by Miriam Tuwas, and it's written and directed by Sarah Polly, who I didn't know this. Sarah Polly is a director, but she was also the lead in the movie Dawn of the Dead, which Zack Snyder directed <gasps> back in like 2004-ish. So now she's like this incredible director. Anyway, it stars Claire Foy. You might know from The Crown. She plays the queen sometimes. Oh, yes, I the know. Young queen. I do. Yes, I know. I do. She plays I Rooney Mara. No, she doesn't Ooh. play Rooney, Rooney Mara. Rooney Mara is also in it. And Jesse Buckley and Ooh. Michelle McLeod Ooh. and Frances McDormand. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> and who's that guy? He's from bloody, he's in the new queue. 
from James Bond. Ben Whishaw is also in it as well. In a quite a pivotal role. Okay, here's the synopsis, this this thing that you think is so funny and not real. Okay. Uh, the women of an isolated religious colony reveal a shocking secret about the colony's men. Trigger warning, by the way, for uh, sexual assault for anybody. If you do want to skip ahead, there'll be a time code. Uh, for many years, the men have occasionally drugged the women and then raped them in their sleep. The truth comes out and the women talk about their new situation. So this movie, Claire, as mentioned, is based on a book which is based on a true story that really happened in a Mennonite colony in South America in 2005. This movie is set in 2010. So it's kind of, if you're not, if you're not familiar with it, it's kind of like an Amish community in terms of like uh, like technology and, the, and there's also like incredible, and I don't think this is like specific to the Amish, but it's the, the way that like women are treated as well as just secondhand. There's no education. They've got their roles that they're supposed to fulfill. And while all these things are happening and they think, you know, we've been, we've been given this world by God and we're going to, you know, this is the way things are, then they find out that this terrible thing has been happening to all of them for years. And so as a result of that, the men are taken away to be, to be tried and then They've got a couple of days before they come back to decide what they're going to do. And the option that they're given initially by the men is you have to f- forgive them before they return. And one of them's like pregnant. They've all been, vic- they've all been victim of this, like women and girls. Like it's, it's a horrendous, Awful. it's horrendous. Yeah. And they're also told that, you know, cause they'd wake up and like in distressed, bruised, you know, like disorientated and whatever, and they were told it was like ghosts or demons or self-inflicted or imagined or ignored. Mm. And so what the movie mostly is is just them held up in a barn just talking about what they're going to do. And they and what's really interesting is that they're not, none of them are literate because they're not allowed to, they haven't been allowed to be educated in that way or in a lot of ways. So, so but they're, they're clearly like, highly intelligent, you know, they've just been put in this situation. So they've, they've got one of them, they got one guy who they trust, Ben Wishaw, whose mother left the community years before for speaking out and who's come back, who's a teacher and educator, who's just there to like take notes, like to take the minutes and not really involve himself in the conversation. So they're going through like whether they, uh, so their options are that they're going to stay and forgive, fight and stay also, or just leave, take all the kids, take everybody they can, all their possessions and go. And so it's just covers like a range of topics. Again, it's mostly set, not entirely, but it's mostly set in one room and you don't see any of the violence really or sexual assault. Like you hear about it a lot, obviously, because it's, you know, a core part of the movie. But it's just the way it's handled, it's, it, it covers like rage and equality and inequality, I should say, and gender and literacy and faith and also what people do like in the name of God, not only for ill but also for good, like because they're talking about like, well, you know, is it our responsibility to stay at whatever and other people are like, well, is that what God would want? You know what I mean? Would, would God want us to inflict to have our children like raised in in this environment? So there's all these conversations that take place over the over the course of a movie and I'm not going to get into like all of them but one of them is that's really interesting is they decide like a cutoff point for like what boys they take like what age and when they become teenagers are they then dangerous like is this going to just start again so they had this discussion about like if we take the teenage boys can they be trusted because they have also been raised in this environment like, is yeah. this just going to 
to start again. And look, it's really like, it's heartbreaking and it's really tense and it's so angry, like obviously. And it's interesting just watching the different characters and different actors, like the way it's beautifully written and just the way that they all handle it. And again, like all the performances are like one, like just incredible. Like Claire Foy, Rooney Mara, like the names in here are amazing. Like Frances McDormand, she's not, she's not in it that much, but you know, obviously she's always incredible in everything that she does. It's also like funny in moments. Like it's got it's lighter moments, but I just think what's really interesting is that given the opportunity and when like their oppressors are away, you see them how much smarter and braver that they are than they've given the opportunity to be. You know. I mean, they always have been those things, but being the op- having the opportunity to shine and like when it's like, you know, this is, you know, this is the moment where we, you know, where we really need to make this decision. But as mentioned, it's like it's based on a book, which is based on a true story. It's not an easy watch. You're not going to be like, wow, what a great, like I watched it like I think in like three chunks because I'm like, God, this is like, it's, heavy, it's pretty intense. Really it's pretty intense. So it's a full movie, yeah, like an it, hour and a half. Yeah, well, I'll probably a bit longer. Yeah, but it's. Um, and it's set mainly in the barn. Yeah, not all because, like, you see, like, a bit of the community. You don't really see any of the men, like, outside of Ben Whishaw. And when they talk about, like, the violence inflicted and what children can do to each other and all these kinds of things and when these, like, gender roles kick into gear, you don't see that. You know what I mean? You you often will see, like, children playing and, like, and, you know, and things like that. They don't. It's it really innocuous. Yeah, it doesn't go in that in that direction. So it's more kind of it places in your mind, like, these ideas and it's all centred around, like, the different conversations mm-hmm. that they have. It's really good. I'd really yeah. I'd run a bunch of awards. Nobody saw it, but that's uh, it's now available on streaming. Um, if you are interested, that sounds like the kind of movie that I would recommend to you. Yeah, well, you you should watch. It's I mean, you know, if if you want to, again, it's not like it's not an easy watch. No. What's interesting about that too, and thank you for watching that. Actually, um, I'm always happy to watch something, Claire. Always <laughs> happy to watch some. TV. You are, and now you've got your um, what is it called? Your your got my walking treadmill. Your walking treadmill. So you're even more. Let's go let the dog in. Sorry. Oh yeah, great. What I was going to say about that, and I think it's really interesting that they've chosen to do that, is to not to de- depict any of the actual violence. Because yeah. something I've had a problem with over the last year or so since I've been really watching my nervous system mm. is I've stopped watching TV that has violence against women in it explicitly. Yeah. And I think once you step out of that and then if you ever see it on screen, you just realise how much of the media we consume is based around that kind of voyeurism yeah. of normalising. It's not saying it's okay at all. You know, it's like all no. of those murder mystery shows and all of that. It's like a body on a slab. The Handmaid's like, Tale. All of it. Yeah, Game thing. of Thrones, everything. Yeah. It's really – and obviously there's violence between men as well. But I, to me I just can't watch that anymore. Yeah. But I still think it's really important to be educated and informed and watching something like that that can show the impact of sexual violence in that way without having to use it as voyeurism. But it's more centred on the, on their women's stories and voices. Obviously it's called Women Talking. But I, I love that, that that's been a deliberate choice they've made because also so much of sexual violence and obviously we've got a trigger warning in this part of yeah. the show is so hidden yeah. So it's very rare that you'll just walk around well in my life anyway, and I'm sure it depends on where you're living. But realistically, it's very rare to walk around and openly see violence against women, except that we know that it happens so prevalently, if that's a word, in our communities, and mm. that violence against women and family violence is on the rise in Australia. Yeah. And we're living in an epidemic of it, really. But you don't see it. It happens no. behind closed doors so often. 
And so to kind of depict that and then have women really deep dive into the impact of that, I think that's um, an incredibly important film to be mm. um, creating and a really original way of doing it yeah. too. So that sounds great. Do you know what streaming service is? Uh, it's on everything. Well, I can't remember when I watched it on. Maybe Prime, Apple. I don't know. Oh, excellent. Yeah, i just um, have a look. Thank you for sharing that and bringing that in heavy. What did I watch on? Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I don't remember which one, but it's on. It says on YouTube, Google Play, Apple, Amazon Prime. So I probably watched it on Prime, but I don't know. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Excellent. Cool. So that's, a right. cool. that's a fun one. That's a fun, that's a fun one. one. Also, I should say, I know you're like, oh, you know, it's good not to see those things, and but, like, it's still, like. Very hard. I, I mean, it doesn't make it easier. It's just hard and bad in a different way. But yeah. I think in a way that, that I think you could, you know, stomach it as opposed to just watch somebody, like, experiencing yeah, that. Exactly. Like there was a movie last year called The Last Duel and that, that centers around like a, a sexual assault and it's also told from three different perspectives and like you see it like multiple times from multiple people and it's like this feels like maybe didn't need to show this at all, let alone two or two or three times however it was, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right, well, I am going to recommend something now that's a bit lighter and super Ooh, fun. Is it a balloon? It's a balloon. It is actually quite probably a very, very light thing. It's Jess Perkins' comedy show. Oh, my God. I, I saw that. It was so good. Now, it's finished its run. Oh, but I just doing? wanted to talk and shout out to Jess Perkins in general because she's obviously one third of the comedy show Do Go On that we love. We're sure. very big fans of their show on this podcast. She also has another podcast as well. Uh, um, Simply the Jest, she Simply does. the Jest, that yeah. is correct. Jess is just so funny. And this is the first solo show she's done, I think, ever, actually. She yeah. did one with Naomi Higgins years ago and so it was a really big step for her to do this and it was so funny and lighthearted and silly in lots of spots and self-deprecating and just a jolly good time and so if you get the opportunity to see Jess performing on any kind of live show you totally should there was a very funny bit about how her boyfriend Aiden takes a whole roast chicken to work every day And how problematic that yeah. is. And then a wonderful story about how she was obsessed with the Seekers as a kid and super nerdy. And then one time she was working for lo- Don't local. Don't spoil the, the. Oh, yeah, the, good point. I won't spoil the rest of it, but it was just, I loved it. I love being reminded of the Seekers. Yeah. Fun times. Um, so I thought it was really great. What did you think? I thought it was great. Really fun. Uh, really, I mean, she's great, obviously. Mm. It was it was sold out. So even if you could have gone, you probably couldn't. Correct. Uh, exactly. We saw them like the second last night. Well, maybe it was the last night of the festival. Yeah, but, um, I'm sure she's going to do it around oh, the traps for sure, sure yeah. around other places. So, and they tour and stuff. So Yeah, they do. So go and yeah. follow Jess Perkins on Instagram to find out updates about um, whether that show will be coming anywhere near you very mm. soon. And go and listen to Do Go On Podcast because they're really excellent. So, oh, um, really? You're recommending that really popular podcast <laughs> we always talk about. Are you Claire? No, well, I was mainly just recommending Jess Perkins' solo show, oh, okay. which is really excellent. Um, all right, I also have another one. Can Let's I just continue one? on? Just do one. I know. Okay, fine. You no, go okay. next and then I'll go. No, That's go, how the go. show works. No, you go, then I'll oh, go. All right. Okay, fine. So my other recommendation is a book that my friend Dimity recommended to me <laughs> that is becoming or has just been turned into a TV series that I've also heard is excellent. I haven't watched that yet, but Jurassic I wanted Park. to read the book first. Okay. <laughs> Jurassic Park. No, it's called Daisy Jones and the Six. Oh, I know Have this. you heard this? Yeah. yeah. It's written by Taylor Jenkins Reid, who is a New York Times bestselling author of Carrie Soto is Back, Malibu Rising, and The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo, um, as well as a lot of other novels too. And she lives in Los Angeles, this particular author. The series is based in Los Angeles as well and it is kind of 
It's an historical fiction book which follows the band The Six and Daisy, the lead singer, as they kind of find each other and their spectacular eyes and then their end, really. (sighs) But what's so great about it is it's almost done from different characters' perspectives as kind of a news report almost about their history. It's like old Hollywood glam. Daisy Jones starts off as her as a teenager. She's almost a little bit like Florence Welch in character. She's really tall and waif-like with like glorious red hair. Mm. She's very tortured and, you know, has been doing drugs and things since she was like 15. Her parents are both artists. Her mother is spectacularly beautiful as well, but they kind of just don't really pay any attention to her. So even though she is spectacularly talented and has this kind of incredible voice and is gloriously beautiful, she's also deeply alone in her life. And, Mm. but also has this kind of gift for songwriting. And then you kind of also follow the guys in the band and their trajectory and how they start off in garages and then playing really dodgy pubs and how they meet their girlfriends and just like this whole kind of back scene. It's kind of seedy and old rock kind of glam and it's written so deliciously and it's really hard to put down once you start it. Mm. It's just such a rollicking good read. Do you think it's a better, uh, not better, but it's good that it's a fictional band, so you kind of don't know what kind of direction it's going to go. Yeah, it was yeah. based on like. Correct. Yeah, it's I good that know. it's a fictional band. Name a band. East um, 17. Go yeah, on, though. There you go. The Beatles. The Beatles. <laughs> yeah, Rolling Stones. Rolling Stone, the magazine. The Seekers, as I mentioned before. Oh, wow. <laughs> anyway, it's got a very almost famous kind of vibe to it. Okay. And yeah. it's very warm. So the Do you mean like the colour palette? <laughs> yeah, well, the way that it's written, it's written so warmly and with a lot of comedy. And you say it's got warmth to it. Oh, it's so annoying. <laughs> the comedy in it is just, it's it's so, it's like slightly self-deprecating, it like kind warm, of knows what it is. Like a warmth hug? Oh, you're so annoying. <laughs> anyway, it's also really beautifully written and very poignant at the same time. But I wouldn't say it's not like a book that will rip your heart out and stomp on it, if that makes sense. It's more a case of the author Taylor Jenkins read allowing you into this world that you otherwise would never live in. Yeah, okay. Gotcha, and so, yeah. and that in and of itself, this kind of like grimy sort of and then kind of amazing party mm. vibe in LA. Yeah. It's just, it's, well, it's such not really a, like a lifestyle. It's like a, particular era that's yeah it's gone, an era you know? as well yeah. so it, it's just it's pure escapism and I just absolutely um, adore it adored it so uh, I can't wait to watch the tv show um, apparently her other books as well the seven husbands of Evelyn Hugo and her other ones are supposed to be really good too so there's been rave reviews about the tv show as well so mm. cannot wait to watch that but I would really recommend Daisy Jones and the Six as a rollicking good t- page turner wow Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. 
Well, I'm going to recommend something to you that I said I would do, and now I'm finally going to do it. Off he goes. I'm going to talk about all my snacks that I do, but my healthiest snacks, Claire. You did tell me you were going to do this last week. I just oh, bought God, everyone's strapping. Strap in. in. I'll, I'll keep it brief. Here like, he goes. now, obviously, you know, locale. Eat, eat a lot of vegetables. Cut up your veggie sticks, your carrots, your capsicums, your cucumbers, etc. You'd be surprised, Claire. You might be surprised by how good vegetables taste, actually. When Would you... I be? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like okay. a lot of people are like, oh, they yuck. I don't like them. This you every night at dinner. But actually, they're really good for you. Yeah, I've never eaten a vegetable in my mm, life. Especially when you get used to I'm them. I'm anti-vegetable. <laughs> I'm the opposite of a vegetarian. But it's definitely like, do you think it is like if, you, if it's not really something that you maybe snack on, it's something that you get used to very quickly and you're like, wow. Vegetables are actually quite amazing, for real. Yeah, I do think it is. I think it's like a habit thing. There's a Christmas to it. Christmas, Christmas to it. Christmas. Do you know what I've also started doing, which is on a side note that I think is a really powerful tool, um, is eating your veggies first, like above ground veggies. I've talked about this before on sure, the show, yeah, 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 but I started yeah, yeah. doing that since I was going to a naturopath called Freya Lawler, and she taught me that, and it's just been life changing to me. So I always try, if I can, have like a bowl of salad mm-hmm. before I go to eat anything else. And it just, it slows your digestion down Mm. and allows the blood sugar to level out. Mm. So if you're going to have a big pasta meal, having like a bowl of rocket beforehand lines your gut and just evens everything out. It helps with weight loss as well. Mm. And in general, it's just, it just makes you feel better. I love it. It's great. And also you get more veggies in. Because if you top end your meal, you, you sort of end up fuller. Yeah. At the end, um, more satisfied and it's just better for you. Better I just saw you eat a bowl of pasta with no veggies. No, I had a whole massive bowl of greens this morning with my breakfast. That's a lie. She didn't. But listen, everybody. Abs- <laughs> You're so annoying. With <laughs> olive oil and apple cider vinegar, I will say as well. Sure. Important. Now listen. Yes. I know like I don't necessarily recommend that you even eat like low-calorie snacks and whatever mm-hmm. because a lot of them are bad. I've run the gamut of this shit, Claire, He knows. His, know. Let me tell you. I've been, the I've amount of weird stuff shit that turns up at our house. every corner of the globe to see what I can stomach <laughs> because I like to have like lollies and stuff, do you know what I mean, and sodas, but I just don't like – I just don't want to eat that stuff like mm-hmm. right out. Mm-hmm. So I, I could also – I would also say like you could just eat less of it, you know what I mean, just – have like have it one once a week as opposed to every day or whatever. But anyway, a lot of the times people, Claire, and you know, you know this, is a lot of people drink their calories, whether it be alcohols or sodas. You know what I mean? Your beers and your wines and whatever. There's there's a lot of there's a lot of calories in that. Obviously, so you know you can do your your Coke no sugars or your Dr Pepper no sugars, which I've been ordering recently because for some reason I'm the only one in the world uh, in Australia that drinks Dr Pepper still. Yeah, because <laughs> I don't know what you've broken your palate. Do you know Dr Pepper once when I was in high school came to snacks. my school? Not the guy, but like they came to our school. Do you know how I know that? Because we've been together since I was nineteen, and I know most of your stories. I definitely know that one. And that's a good one. Uh, anyway, like the time that you got chased by a duck. I got chased by a duck multiple times. The time that your brother got beaten up by a sheep. That did. And happened. Then your mum beat the sheep story. up. Then the mum beat the sheep up. Correct. Sheep up. Yep, that's true. That's a yeah. true story. I'll tell another day. But basically, <laughs> if you want something a little bit kind of uh, more organic, I should say, because that shit is like probably carcinogenic. PS Organic Soda is really, really good. Uh, they do an orange. They do a ginger beer. They do a raspberry. They do a cola. They do mm. a lemonade. You like the uh, ginger beer one? I do actually. Yeah. Absolutely love the ginger Again, beer. Again, it's like they're probably a little bit pricey, obviously, for what they are. Because it's like a niche kind of drink, you know what I mean? But um, we I order them 
not a lot, but you know, we've always seemed to have some, don't we, Claire? There's all the fridge is always full of some of those things. We do, and it's amazing because I don't know how it happens, but it must be like a fridge fairy. Definitely can't. We be must you. have a fridge fairy. It is one of my favorite things about being married to you is that we always have drinks in the fridge, mm-hmm. like a friend in the fridge. Like What's a friend that? In the- was that that was like a dairy ad, wasn't it, in Australia? A friend yes, a, in the fridge. A friend in the fridge. Yeah. I really like kombucha also, and I've run the gamut of that shit because there's a lot of bad kombucha. But the best one I've found uh, is called Liberty Kombucha, in particular the orange flavor or the black cherry flavor. Mm. Again, I've run the gamut of those as well. Not only kombucha, but also that specific kombucha. He has and those really, when he says he's run flavors. the gamut, he has run the yeah, gamut with a capital is G. Bad a lot of the time. But this one. <laughs> I, I mean, a lot of people also drink it and go, bah, bah. It's an acquired taste, I feel. I don't drink coffee, so this is what I'm living on. The other thing I have, which I think they're too pricey, but I do get them occasionally and I actually order them overseas, they're called Smart Sweets. So you can basically get like your gummy bears or your red licorice or your little Coke bottle snacks or snakes and whatever, but they're, they're, they're like portioned out in little packets and it's like way less calories than if you actually just ate a bunch of those. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I don't mind. I'll have one of them every couple of days or whatever. Also, put them in the freezer. It's like a nice frozen snack and you're like, yum, yum, yum. They last longer and they're frozen. But I think my favourite thing that I'm into the moment. Yes, here uh, he goes. Hold on to your seats. What are you doing, Lana? I haven't taken them for a walk today, I know. It's our daughter's birthday coming up and I was Googling how to make a unicorn cake. Did you figure it out? No, because then I was making I'll a do poster it for do a it. gig that I have coming up. Anyway, these ones I love. Oh, my sold out show. There's <laughs> four tickets. There's still uh, there's these bars called Sneaky Whole Foods, mm-hmm. uh, and they do a bunch of them on their website. I love these, by the, the way. Yeah, they're delicious. They're, um, there's a bunch of different ones, like of different varieties, but the ones that I really like, there's a hazelnut, choc chip, fudge brown. Uh, there's a fudge brownie one. There's a vanilla cookie dough. There's a white choc Funfetti, there's a strawberry white chocolate. I think you like the hazelnut choc chip fudge brownie yeah, one, is that the right? Hazelnut one is my favorite. Yeah. It's so, not too sweet, which no. is what I like. And they're handmade with like dates and cashews and beetroot powder and like white chocolate and stuff. Each bar, they're like 280 calories each, and I got a bunch of protein. So if you just like, I need a snack, I gotta do something, I need a bit of energy. Jam one of these and you've mm. got. I actually eat one every time I'm in the studio. Yeah. Because I don't like eating a full thing while I'm making yeah, something and creating. That. It's just like I can, and they're not messy. No. But they're satisfying. You can so eat I, don't, one I can then, come home and eat after. And then you can operate for a few hours yeah, just off that Yeah. Because yeah. I feel like if you if you have like a full meal while you're in creative yeah. sort of flow state, it can often just make you sleepy and yeah. then you just don't do much great stuff. They're also that. expensive. They're like four bucks a bar or something when you, mm. even when you bulk buy them so what we could do is actually make our own i'm not going to do that though am i <laughs> no that's true you're too busy making a unicorn cake and i'm doing this i'm All on right. my walking treadmill <laughs> watching film about films about women yes Empowerment. i appreciate what i'm you. about claire I appreciate anyway those you. are some of the snacks which i enjoy if anybody is interested again i also understand that like that is a luxury because they're like expensive or some of them are at least but, you know, I don't drink really anymore. So I can, and I don't really go out or do anything or see anybody. So this to me <laughs> is like, well, if I'm going to spend That's my money. That's not true. You went to Jess Perkins Comedy That's show. That's true. Yes, correct. I'm going to see, yeah, so I'm going to do something. I'm like, well, I may as well spend my money on this as opposed to going out and blowing like $400 on alcohol. I or know. Whatever. Who would want to go and have some drinks with their friends? I just still do that. <laughs> I still do that. All right. Yeah. Okay, I would like to read out an email. 
now. Oh, my God. Because I, yes, it's just a little thing I think will be cool. So let me read Before it Before you do that, Claire. Yes. Got a, got a review here. Uh-huh. Uh, and you can review just in app. Just like this person did. It's drumbug123. says, my boy Steve, what did they do to Steve? Hey there, long-time listener of James' most success- more successful podcast. Mm. Uh, since late middle school or high school, I am now 23. Cue James pondering his mortality. Not me, I'm going to live forever. And started listening to this lovely pod uh, whenever I cook this last year. Now, he goes into a story about how listening to when we did the suggestible, uh, the suggestible. For Sex in the, city, in the City. Sex in the City. Recaps which is coming out. To, oh, coming my gosh. Back. There's a trailer, James. I saw it. Aiden's in it oh, or whatever. we have so much to say Anyway, how that. we got on board and then went back and went through all of these and whatever. And it uh, says, much love from LA. Hope you all loved uh, ones are doing well, except little James. I agree. So, <laughs> sorry, I didn't read. There's a huge chunk in the middle there. But um, I have to pick up our son in about four minutes. Right. So, uh, but Excellent. thank you so much for the review. And I will read out all the reviews. Correct. Exactly. Well, this is an email. You you can, you too can write into stressfulpod at gmail.com with your suggestions. Ah. This one is actually a giving thanks email from Jordan. Hey, I just want to give my thanks to you guys. I would review an app, but I'm subscribed to Big Sandwich where I only pay $9 a month for bonus content. Shameless plug. Thank you very much. I was experiencing a heartbreak with a girl I was really into and I was taking advice from guys like my uncle and brother. It was advice that really went against my own character. According to them, I was being too nice with women and had to follow their particular methods. Surprise, surprise, it ultimately failed me because it wasn't my true self. Yeah. Just when I thought perhaps my idea of a partner wasn't real or perhaps I'm just not meant for anybody, you guys unintentionally went on a topic about being genuine with others and that sometimes people just won't like you because everyone has their own preferences and sometimes you'll just fail. The Mm. point is to keep trying. All I have to do is talk, not try to woo them straight off the bat. What I like is what would, will be drawn to me naturally like a magnet, which is kind of what we were talking about. Yeah. And I just have to be myself. I see that now and I just wanted to thank you guys. You're a great couple with a great connection that I can't wait to have one day. And thanks again. Insert Claire's album plug here. <laughs> thanks so much, <laughs> That's Jordan. really great. Thank you so much. I'm glad that, yeah, that you took that advice and, um, yeah, and, and are running with it. I am too, yeah. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, I actually really love that chat we had about this because I agree in the end if you're not going to be yourself, you're not going to meet someone who matches you and you can't pretend in a relationship, you can only pretend for a certain amount of time. That's right. And you end up attracting someone that actually isn't the right person for you. Yeah, exactly. And look, it's not foolproof and life is complex but we're wishing you lots of love and I'm so glad that um, you didn't listen to your uncle and brother's advice. That sounded terrible. I'm sure they're delightful. Otherwise, except <laughs> Otherwise. For treating people badly. <laughs> oh, goodness. Which I All right. Recommend. Me neither. Well, this has been Suggestible Podcast, a podcast of, rec- of recommendations to watch and listen to. I've been Claire Tonti. James Clement is here ah. also. Um, thank you to Raw Collings for editing this week's episode. Thank you to Maisie for doing the socials. Whoa. And um, if you want a little present for Mother's Day, which is next weekend in Australia, I have some little merch and records for sale at my website. I'd love you to go and check them out. I have international shipping there as well. And you can also purchase a digital download of my album with the lyrics booklet too, which will come to you instantly no matter where you live in the world. Because I started early, I'm going to go. You can finish up, all right? All right. (laughs) I'm leaving. Gosh, what a rush. All right, that sounds good. No worries. I'm not here. He's gone. He's gone. He's gone. All right. See ya. Bye. Bing bong. Bing, bing, bong. I got it in. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowlin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowlin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlinBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.